0: I know. It has been a long time. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> it has been a damn couple of months. Seriously. Big ones. Big ones in my tiny, tiny life. Um, Just before my 25th birthday, a lot has happened. Wow yes that's my age Um, and I'd love to catch up with you it's taken a long time for me to even want to pick up this mic I've been thinking of starting a new podcast of um, getting new artwork commissioning an artist uh, sketching up plans to write out episodes with friends and recording all of those before releasing an entire series but I think what I've decided is to keep this podcast running and create another one like in the works Um, because this is my gateway this is what I started with Um, I've been with this idea for a while and I don't want to let go of it actually like I like the free flow this is just me speaking to you guys on a phone call um and yeah that can be another idea in its own right but yeah exciting things we've got plans we've got goals and my gosh do i have a lot to catch you up on so are you ready is my question are you sat down are you washing the dishes are you doing something that you can really listen because i need your ears right now and your heart (laughs) Because guys, I have been going through it. Also, my brain is telling me to ask you guys if you're okay with the word guys, because I know I say it a lot and it's, I wanted to acknowledge that it's a gendered term, I know that, Um, it's just something that I say instead of like, y'all, just doesn't sound natural to me. Like, hey y'all, y'all, it's not my thing, it sounds very American, so when i say guys trust me in my heart in my mind i am being inclusive to everybody so let's crack on (laughs) i'm only three minutes in and i've already given a disclaimer i'm in my element welcome back guys my name's robin and you're listening to a phone call to the world okay 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 okay. welcome back (laughs) how am i gonna catch you up on the past two months when (laughs) i don't know if you have kids in the room so i'll just say stuff hit the fan okay things happen people (sighs) and a minor trigger warning later on after i explain the first half of the drama, the ridiculousness that happened at the end of July, beginning of August. I do have to say that I will touch on grief at some point. I'll say a quick warning before I do in case, I don't know, like I think it's good to challenge ourselves to sit in discomfort but sometimes if you have just had a painful experience or it's nearing a death anniversary. I like being mindful of that and knowing that you don't have to push yourself. Okay, so I will let you know. And uh, I'm just telling you in advance that that kind of vibe will be coming up, but not yet because woo, I have something to tell you. (laughs) if you can't tell already i like being an inclusive person i'm mindful i haven't told you much about my identity but i will say i'm not white i am in england i have a dual identity um and it's an interesting one from a religious ethnic standpoint i have done the work for many many years i've been very interested in race just from the way i was treated my family were treated other people friends people i saw on the internet youtubers that work never stopped for me to the point where i studied a course on it for my university degree wrote a paper on it um, different aspects of marginalization and geopolitics and blah 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 I like being inclusive I know I mess up all the time I love being called out I love acknowledging stuff I'm giving you this disclaimer why because I'm slightly embarrassed I was in this online group for so long um so okay I was in an online group I want to say a friend's group but it wasn't a friends group. It's now a friends group. I was only ever friends with half of the people. The main person who started the group, (laughs) all the red flags are gonna come out. Please don't get me wrong. This person I had contact with uh, online. I was in a vulnerable place and I went to them as a coach lord knows why my 19 20 year old self went to a coach online who was also 20 years old and told me things that at the time felt freeing to be fair and half the things were freeing it was pretty good advice from someone who had no idea what they were doing with no qualifications but then oh my god was it not okay um I got told by other friends who is this person definitely don't listen like why are they giving this advice online and yeah dangerous stuff so I got an actual paid therapist after that I have been working on myself (laughs) I've never hit that point in my life before where I've ever really gone to someone and they've let me down in such a way um but I still gaslit myself that it was only my fault and not theirs, I didn't hold them accountable for it Um, and a couple months down the line I felt great, have loving, supportive, incredibly aware friends so I thought I was safe, I thought I was safe when my therapists and other people told me this person is wrong for doing this, did they mean to do it etc and i felt safe that i had this knowledge so i went and to speak to them about it and you know cleared the air it felt like they seemed to take responsibility seemed to say you know i'm never gonna do that sort of thing again i i learned a lot from from you know our dynamic in that scenario i was the first and only like client at that time or something fast forward to a year later so that's this year or whatever i don't know to be honest i don't know how long it's been because lockdown just threw off all of our timing right so let's say it's been a year and a half or something like that loosely follow each other i was selling face masks and whatever they started getting very into the spiritual online business they're also not white you don't always see non-white people in this instagram spiritual space whatever but i'm a very accepting mindful person so i like accepting people for whatever they believe it didn't seem to be so doomsday telling people what to eat and drink it was more coming from a place of this is what i like to do these are some practices blah 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 and now i'm out of that world completely wow I see it differently but when I was like kind of consuming that and allowing it for so long I don't know it desensitizes you you get you really are allowing what you don't challenge like that's the standards that you're setting the things that you don't challenge anyway they made a group this person made a group and they said look it's been years you are my first ever like whatever client and like i want you to join i want to give you free access immediately in my head i was like absolutely not, i'm not gonna do that and they were like let's have a zoom call we haven't spoken in ages tell me why i left that zoom call like yeah sure i'll join the group and to be honest at this point i was feeling a little bit lonely i did want some friends it was lockdown, you know um whatever so oh i joined And wow, there was a beautiful variety of really incredible people. Not that main person, but like these people were amazing. And I was very different to that person. And I wanted to make that clear that, you know, I do have a religion. I'm not really like interested in this side of it, but I'm here to just have a great time. I got let in for free. I heard that other people paid for this and I was like, okay, um, but a lot of people held my ethnicity too and I was like, right, I kind of wanted to be there as a, maybe a a big part of me did know I wanted to be there as a safety from the warnings I'd heard from my friend and from my therapist that like, I want to keep an eye on the situation. I don't want them to be in the same situation that I was and I really hope this person has changed. Um, Maybe I can have fun here. Maybe I can like learn to speak up for myself. Maybe I can, you know, because that's what the group was set out to be, like a place to like, oh my God, cringing now, but it was called like liberate yourself or something. It was called alchemy. Anyway, something about liberating yourself, right? The classic, oh God, it was a cult. Why am I telling you this? So far, it's 10 minutes of not many very interesting stuff. But this group, we start really gelling. We start like growing in ourselves, growing in authenticity, really learning to be vulnerable and sharing and showing up and loving ourselves and blah 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 and that's really helping in all aspects of my life until i hit this point where i'm struggling at work i am struggling like with communication and everything getting in a little bit of trouble not showing up kind of being on my phone too much being kind of i can't tell you the turn that this group took and it felt like it consumed my life The usual first people that I really gelled with, really gorgeous, beautiful people, we all started getting like more shy and like forcing each other in and like supporting each other but something fell off about the leadership of that group, the way it was hosted, the way it was held. And we kept thinking like, why do I not feel safe when this is a safe space? And like, I just need to push harder and why is there a resistance? And it's because it wasn't a safe space. Oh. Okay, sorry, there was a car on the street, I hope that wasn't loud, it was loud for me. Okay, the group was fun, let me just say that, but at the end of it, we had many conversations about race, lots of people of colour, shared experiences. And it was not supported in the way that I hold safe spaces at work. This is my work. This is my job. This is what I'm learning. I'm not like actually paid for it. I'm shadowing. I'm learning before I actually get that job. Um, But like my colleague who runs EDI work, who holds inclusive spaces for people. the way that feels so open and supportive you could say absolutely anything but these meetings like people were sharing themselves and it was not heard it was dismissed it was really weird language really weird language. like there was people who didn't understand it but they could empathize they could just listen great amazing fabulous gorgeous but this particular host like i told you before was not white in a western country and was repeatedly saying that's so interesting i've never experienced anything and there's only so many times you can hear that when you're like okay and it was like a prove to me racism exists a very challenging behavior very exhaustive it's (laughs) Deeply like they've got racial trauma clearly, but like it's triggering mine. So please stop I'm getting to the point guys I promise (sighs) So July 30th or 31st Why? Uh, After they have added a bunch of other people who are like-minded to that Whatever I just explained Racist mindset, I would say racist ignorant okay i'm gonna give them a bit of credit like we're all racist no one is not racist that doesn't to me doesn't exist um but there's a level of awareness that we can all hold and we can etc we can learn it whatever these people oh, cultural appropriation city lack of awareness city ignorance city and i am very forgiving so that's why i for some reason held a high resilience to it and i was like look people i love sharing cultures if something feels really uncomfortable i will tell you okay it took me a while to build trust with these people like a good two months before i could start sharing myself and then i was sharing myself um and then i think the host had had enough. The OG group had been sharing authentically. We made it our family group chat again, and the host just wasn't having it. Like I added these new people for a reason. I wanted to change the vibe. I want to blah, 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 blah. But they didn't say that. They didn't state it. And so they started the conversation on race, but they directly added me and was like, Hey, Robin, talk about this and it was clearly about um cultural appropriation via this viral video that went around of a guy dressing in racist stereotypical mexican clothing in america going to people saying what do you think and it was like students saying no and then they went to like like the older generation i'd say first generation mexican community and we're like what do you think about it and clearly just editing the people that were like it's fine it's great i love it like very inflammatory like i understand the point but it was andrew tatey okay if you know what i mean like he says some good bullshit points but for the most part very violent harassment undertones are disgusting not even undertones you're just shouting it was like that kind of vibe and i was like oh my god are you really gonna do this and i replied the best i could i wrote a whole piece about how it feels like how tiring it feels when someone from a place of privilege can just like flick this on like a light switch on and off like when they want To care and like anyway i said it really well i can't remember (laughs) what exactly i wrote but um my god the conversation escalated so damn quickly it was kind of an invite of say anything i could tell from the first one i felt so deeply uncomfortable it was hi robin say anything and i'm gonna say what i want to say <sighs> to my response, it was I was very, very careful, balanced. I was like, maybe you don't know, you're gonna be really embarrassing, and I'm gonna stop you. So I tried to be that way. I tried to discourage this conversation. I knew this person wasn't ready, whatever. I was still giving them the benefit of the doubt. No they proved me wrong they wanted to do this on purpose they wrote back saying would you not agree that the facts and talking about how the older generation have had overt racism and basically please allow me to say that microaggressions and um, cultural appropriation doesn't exist and they were using very flowery roundabout terms but the intention And the result of their words was very clear and i was still being piggy in the middle very aware of the other people in the room very like not practiced in my voice i think in that scenario made a lot of mistakes but it hit the fan we all left the group the original group the original group of people i mean made our own group chat It took a lot of healing to get through that. A lot of communication with each other. We built up trust and it feels great now, but my God, having those conversations, speaking to the other people, speaking up for myself was really difficult and the others really challenged me. Like, just speak for yourself, stop people pleasing. Just uh, don't drag me into it, don't blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, okay. And they were like listen i don't blame you but this is how it feels when you say this or that and i was like thank you i take accountability said sorry you know was apologizing and also going back in and making sure i was saying the right thing and then just like exiting and blocking um i learned a lot from that scenario it was very jarring to realize i had been gaslit for years and i had been in contact with this crazy ass person for so long and didn't see them for who they really truly are and now i'm so out of it. it also put into context a few friendships that i had been on and off about, on and off about, but not really speaking my full self Um, and i decided in the moment to have all of those conversations at once with absolutely bloody everyone. i lost quite a lot of, well not lost a lot of friends, like i got closer with a few, with a lot actually, really understood who was safe for me and then a couple i was like nope this one needs a pause and this one needs to stop forever and one i just dropped um that was intense so august started intense and then from then on it didn't stop i had lou from the i don't know one of the previous episodes that you met my new friend they were going on a trip to scotland and i we met just before all of this drama and it was such a gorgeous blissful day um just hanging out like three of us and then they went to scotland or they went on a camping trip and then to scotland and i was like wow you're gonna go on a this big physical tiring journey and what feels to me like I'm probably gonna be here on an emotional journey. And I said that, but my God, I didn't know what was manifesting, if that is even a thing, like manifest, whatever. I didn't know what was gonna happen. So this, I tried to recap it as best I could. It took a toll, guys. (sighs) Racial trauma hurts so much. Um, Having these conversations, and really holding yourself responsible and making as many people feel safe and comfortable and held and loved and supported is hard when you also need that, and taking care of yourself, etc. it was intense. And then I got through that. I think some other things happened. Uh, meanwhile, I was having great times like work started getting a bit better, I had some open chats and felt really supported. My... I'm gonna talk about grief now as a warning so you can stop listening to the rest of this but on the 17th of August my grandfather passed away so certain friendships that I had ended I was like double guessing myself and I was like maybe I should go back and then my grandfather died. He went into hospital for a week And he has gone in and out of hospital so many times since 2016 to the point where I started like to cope. I was telling myself that, oh, he's just faking it again (laughs) because he's done this so much, he'll be fine. But this time it wasn't. And that grief, I'm still processing it. I think in a couple months, it'll fully hit me in a different way, but Life got busy. I hit this level of peace and understanding, it just washed over me, and at the same time this deep emotion. (sighs) It's been rough, I couldn't pick up this mic to talk to you, and I never felt grief like this before I've had grief in my life I've had people pass away but not my grandfather thank god it wasn't my nan my grandma because I wouldn't be able to cope but um spent a lot of time with family which I don't normally do and it's felt really good to bond and then a couple days after was his birthday that felt difficult I took time off work, on and off, and then it was my birthday, my 25th birthday, on the 31st of August, which was beautiful, it was the best birthday I've ever had, and I've done a lot of growing up, like seriously, when I've heard people talk about 25, I did all of that (laughs) in a couple months, seriously, like the friends... Did you hear that? It was a car going past in full volume, blaring. great music. Um, but yeah, friendships changing, grief, walking through my family really as an adult, supporting my the youth and my family. Like I know I'm the youth, but like my younger cousins, you know, my elder siblings, my parents really, Understanding things, understanding perspectives, learning to just speak for me. My birthday felt really, really good. I've picked up a few hobbies, bought myself some stuff. But I have been falling into and out of depression. Um, And when I say falling into and out of, I just mean like I've been depressed for a while. But I haven't been like staying in bed, not having energy to get up, face the day, like getting up, going to work is a struggle, feeding myself, etc. You know me, or if you've heard any of these episodes, I like taking care of myself, I like thriving, I like, you know, and that is from a place of making sure I don't fall uh, into a bad state of mind because i can't afford that but recently i have and you can understand why hearing just like two of these experiences other things happen in the month a lot of joyful moments happen at the month i've got a new phone by the way i got the google 6 pro google pixel 6 pro and i never buy stuff like it feels really odd getting a new phone when my last one wasn't completely dead and dying I had that phone for i think five years and the phone before for six years seven years so this is my third ever like smartphone before that i had like flip phones (laughs) um but yeah so that's what i've been going through it's been intense i've had a lot of joy with my friends i've got like really raw and deep and connected with myself and therefore others and now the queen has died and the internet split and i really do not i do not cry uh, i'm not i know it's public mourning but like many british people who don't actually care about the royals they don't <sighs> So having it forced upon me on the by the news is really really irritating. Um the queen and the royals to me I can't hide the fact that they represent something different than just a king and queen like celebrity in this country like I have a different history. I my family historically, my ancestry has been affected deeply, hurt and all those around me also. you don't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a bloodline to be aware of like what has happened in the world but yes it has directly affected my family. so i can't ignore what she represents. I know it's a human just passing away, don't feel a thing, the only thing I feel weird about is the absence of that person, like oh crap I've always had a queen, I've always thought of royalty as a queen, like her majesty, not his majesty, (laughs) so that's gonna change to king, the money's gonna change, that's about it like, life is not gonna change at all like, the queen wasn't in our daily life, was she? I never watched the speeches, never... we never really did anything <laughs> do you know what I mean? the money you didn't really look at, whatever um, but I completely respect people who feel connected, who see them like, who could relate to that like white family and see the humanity in them i don't know people who did feel familiarity throughout everything who did find comfort in her speeches and her publicity you know her public speeches um who did like watching the public relations she was a political figure so she did all the like press you know things um meeting other political leaders and sitting around and holding that but to me that represents something much bigger so yes as you've seen on the internet it's difficult to mourn that there is no wrong way really to react i don't care do what you want um but yeah that's currently what's happened uh we're still in the public mourning um it's gonna go on for another nine days now and that's where we're at, I've caught you up, (laughs) this episode is slightly longer than usual, uh other interesting things are happening, uh I have really delved in artistically, I think it's kind of typical for people like when you go through things, when you get deeper and richer into yourself and life, um, you find people like going more into crafts and creativity or like going back to um i think that was like trained out of me quite a bit but yeah my friend taught me knitting and wow it is the most fun thing in the world the most satisfying thing to like watch yourself get better and better at i bought myself an art kit so i'm going to be drawing um i have a friend who's an artist who's really like growing and thriving in that um But that's a podcast to come, (laughs) I'm definitely going to do a podcast with them, like that's my best friend, one of my best friends. Um, I bought myself new shoes, so I've got new phone, new shoes, two new crafts, and I had a sister send me another book for my birthday. It is the famous uh, Herman Hesse, it's Siddhartha the book that's spelled s-i-d-d-h-a-r-t-h-a it's a very famous book um it's about i haven't actually read it so i can't tell you what it's about (laughs) but i've just about started it and it's funny because the night before i received this in the post i had just finished the last book that that sister had sent me so a big thank you to you you know who you are the last book was the prophet by uh i think khalil gibran um not sure um but yeah that was a really good poetry book and that's absolutely everything in my mind and in my life i'm catching you up i hope you're doing well i do love you and i am gonna stop talking now (laughs) It feels good to be back here to be speaking and um, I've been binge listening to a podcast that my friend, the one who taught me to knit, my best friend of 10 years, um, gave me a podcast called The Maintenance. I don't know why my mic stopped recording but it's called the maintenance phase and the other one is scamfluences and i'm finding like so many other youtube channels that are great um the memes online have been funny but yeah i'm i'm really finding some good stuff to expand my mind and my awareness um of the devil i just had my friend send me a pattern of knitting and oh my god it's stunning forest green with like sheep cute sheep and like blue sky knitted into i don't know i'm assuming it's gonna be a jumper but oh no <laughs> i want this so badly and they're gonna have to torture themselves until they've made this perfectly because it is stunning anyway what was I doing? I was saying goodbye. Thank you for joining me guys. It's been a whirlwind and I know it's not just me. Everyone's been going through it. That is life. I'm sending love and I'll speak to you next time. Wow that felt good. Uh I needed to do that for a long time. Woo! Okay. Talk to you next time guys.